Welcome to the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs show, a safe place for women to heal and grow, where we discover our value, share our tears as we go through the hard times and rise up as we become empowered to meet our challenges head on. On this week's episode, we're going to take a sneak peek at my story. Someone wise once told me, share as much of your story as you can to help others feel less alone in what they're going through and stop before you open up wounds that you are still trying to heal. That piece of advice has helped close the door on fearfulness that would otherwise hold me back. And it's given me the courage to step into a space where I talk openly about some of the greatest challenges I have faced in my life. If my life was on a downward spiral and my wounds from the things that I have been through were still really fresh, then I would be bunkering down right now and only taking teeny tiny steps into opening up to others about the challenges that I had faced. My hope is that this glimpse into my story will help you feel more okay about your story. Just a caution, if you feel unsafe at any time, please stop listening. You can come back anytime you are in a safe place to listen to the rest of the podcast. Your safety is the most important thing to consider. This episode is special for me because I am celebrating my birthday and I feel very blessed to be recording my 70th episode today. Two years ago, I had absolutely no idea about podcasting and today I can celebrate all that I have learned through the school of life and all that I allow myself to learn by allowing myself to follow my dreams and follow my heart. So we all get a wish on our birthday and my wish is that you will follow your heart and allow yourself to connect with your heartfelt desires, to remember the things you want in your life and when I say that I'm not talking about big mansions or flash cars you know, sure, these things are really, there's nothing wrong with them. They're great. And there's nothing wrong with desiring things like that. But what I'm talking about is dreaming of outcomes in your life that will bring you good health, lots of wealth, and best of all, happiness. Outcomes where you are being treated by the man in your life as you deserve to be treated, where you are being considered and you're being respected and you are being honoured. These are the things that I wish for you on my birthday. Once you remember your worth, you can start creating boundaries in your life that will help you to keep bad people out and let good people in. Now, the story I am about to tell is about a former version of myself. 
So over the past few months, I have been participating in a local community initiative for people who are affected with either mental or physical disabilities. I have um, had the privilege of mentoring three wonderful people through the project to help them bring their story to life in various mediums. One has chosen one of their paintings to represent their cystic fibrosis. Another has recorded and performed an original song they composed that gives insight into the dark times of someone who suffers from depression. And another has chosen to write a creative story to represent aspects of their family. I am incredibly proud of each of my participants for what they have achieved and what they've created. They're very talented and remarkable people and I feel very honoured to have had an opportunity to participate in this wonderful community project. I also entered the project as a participant and was really very fortunate to be paired with a professional writer as my mentor. For years, people have encouraged me to write my story. I have an 80,000 word manuscript on the back burner. When COVID-19 hit, I pivoted like lots of people did. And I started this podcast because i saw domestic abuse rates escalating um, and just going through the roof and I wanted women to have a safe space to turn to to help them with all the challenges that they face. So more recently I wrote a short story which is a brief glimpse into my story and um, this book is separate from this community project, but this book is called When Grace Found Me and it's volume number three. Uh, it's just been published. It is um, full of inspirational stories by women of faith. So these stories are there in this anthology to inspire women with the challenges that life presents and I am very proud to be one of the contributing authors in this anthology. So this story in the When Grace Found Me anthology is a tiny, tiny stepping stone on the path to me publishing my big book. I will pop a link for this book which is the When Grace Found Me anthology, into the episode notes if you would like to get a copy. It is a great gift too. So if you are looking for an inspirational gift to give a friend, this would make the perfect present. So the next step on my path to getting my big book published is the first part of my book that has been written for the My Story Project, which is this community project that I have been participating in over the last several months. And today I will read the introduction and the first chapter. So My Story, which is a part of my whole story, will be published in the next couple of 
weeks as an audio file and I will make that available through the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast. Another motivation for me sharing my story is because I want to encourage you to share your story too when you feel ready. There are lots of great reasons to write. One of those reasons being my motivation to write my story, which is actually to show other women that they are not alone in the challenges that they face and more importantly, to help them to see that there is a path to healing, there is a path to having a rich and rewarding life when you get through all of those challenges. So it's saying don't give up, don't give up and just hang in there and tap into as much support as you can don't feel bad about that and just do what you need to do to get through to the other side and then you can start rebuilding and start rebuilding that life that you dream about so it's especially writing is especially good especially when you love writing like I do so um But number one, it is a great way of getting things out. Thoughts and emotions can be easily suppressed when you don't feel like you have a safe space to express them. And that's often the case when you're in an abusive relationship or even on the other side of that abusive relationship. When you come out of that, you're still feeling incredibly vulnerable and Um, not feeling particularly safe around people and they you know you will need to really work on feeling safe before you are ready to open up and share with people so writing is a way that you can get some of the thoughts and emotions that you have been bottling up inside of you get them out it's not as though you have to share it with anyone this is the great thing about writing As I said, you might not be ready to share these things with other people because you're not feeling safe yet to share them with others. Um, There are some things in life that you just want to keep private, that you don't want to share every private moment in your life with everyone. So you can choose to write just for yourself. Don't think that if you are going to write about your experiences that it has to be for the purpose of creating a book so that other people are going to read it not at all if you want to just write just for yourself then go ahead and do that and that's why people have diaries and journals it's a way to open up to yourself sometimes you just don't have someone else to talk to sometimes you can't access a counselor sometimes you don't have a confidant somebody that you really trust that you can talk to sometimes you're isolated and the only way of communicating your thoughts and feelings is to write them down That is why writing is described as being cathartic. It is a catalyst for healing and processing the things that are happening in your life. So if you are still caught in a cycle of abuse 
and it isn't safe for you to write in a journal because you do not want it to be discovered in case it will trigger something and make things escalate, then it is really important that you find a way to have conversations with people who will understand what you are going through and help you find options of what you might be able to do. The best thing anyone can give you is the understanding that you have choices. Choices are empowering. I know choices can sometimes be daunting when you are feeling unsafe too, but it is really empowering to have choices. When we feel disempowered, we feel trapped, we feel as though our choices have been taken away from us. So choices represent control and control is something that is important for you to get back. Aside from writing being a great tool to heal your life and helping you to process things that have happened or are still happening, it is also a great tool to gain clarity. And when you write, you can revisit what you have written and see how your life has changed since you wrote the thing that you wrote, or perhaps it might show you that you are still caught in the same downward spiral and point to you needing to do things differently to achieve a different outcome. Now, if you are familiar with this podcast and you've been listening for a while, you may know that I like quoting Einstein. Einstein said insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. I needed to learn to stop going around in circles doing the same things if I wanted a different outcome. It seems obvious but isn't obvious when we are caught in a futile destructive cycle. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by the How to Feel a Million Dollars Even If You Are Just Scraping By workshop. In a world that conditions us to lack and limitations, this workshop is here to help women who have been made to feel not good enough to find a way to rediscover the treasures that lie within themselves and to find confidence matched with courage and conviction to help them to move in the direction of a rich and rewarding life. To find out more how to manifest an abundant life and to sign up for the next workshop, just go to www.sandyj.com.au forward slash workshop or go to the episode notes and click on the link. So, okay, here we go. I'm going to launch into the introduction of my story now. I am the mum of four gorgeous children and I am the survivor of a long-term abusive relationship. I fled to the Bellarine Peninsula with my three youngest children in 2015. My business today, Abundant Living and Keys to Success, empowers female domestic abuse victims and survivors with a safe space to go, to shut fearfulness out and unlock doors to new opportunities. The unique nine-step fear to freedom system enables clients to gain the clarity and confidence they need to take charge and achieve their dreams. 
We have opportunities every day to rewrite our lives. For me, it took a life-altering event to help me rewrite mine. And in the process, I adopted the name Sandy. As it was the case for me, sometimes it is necessary to let everything from your old life go to have a chance at living a better life. And that is what I needed to do. Home was not a safe place for me and my children for more than a decade because I partnered with a man who became abusive. I share a little of my story with you now to give you a sense of the type of thing that women and children endure when caught in a cycle of family violence. One of the most common questions people ask about women who are victims of abusive relationships is, why doesn't she just leave? I hope my story will help answer this question. Home is where the heart is, but sometimes violence lives there too, leaving victims of abuse conflicted, scared and confused. Every home has a front door as, and as an outsider, when you pass by someone else's front door, you have no idea what is going on behind that door. They say that one door closes and another door opens. What of revolving doors? You know, the ones that go around and around. They are in perpetual motion, allowing people to enter and exit at will. You normally find these revolving doors in high-rise office buildings. From my experience as a survivor of a long-term abusive relationship, the door that victims find themselves living behind is like a revolving door. Perpetrators come and go as they please. They cannot be locked out. This makes it impossible for the victim to close the door and lock it securely to keep the perpetrator of the abuse out. Try as women may to move away and distance themselves from their abuser, they are not in control of whether their abuser will leave them alone or perpetrate more abuse. Perpetrators of abuse often have unhealthy obsessions about their partners and won't let them go. You would expect everyone has a right to feel safe in their own home and everyone has a right to choose who they invite into their home. What of women who are in relationships with men who are abusive? Their right to stay safe is taken away from them by the person they should be able to rely upon most. Try as I might to distance myself, I could not separate myself from my abusive ex-partner. For a long time, I had the attitude that because he was the one causing the problems and he was the one who kept hurting us because of his drug addiction, that in my mind, he should be the one to leave us alone so that I could continue to provide stability and security for our children. Logic failed to translate to my desired outcome. 
he kept coming and going through the revolving door and I was unable to stop him. I didn't think it fair that the children and I should have to uproot our lives because of the destruction that one person was causing for so many. What I thought at the end of the day didn't matter because I was not in control of my outcomes. I was a victim of circumstance and I needed a lot of intervention and support to be able to change that. I now advocate for women to put their safety first, closely followed by their sanity, and remind them that everything else that they are facing in their lives is figure outable. I now invite you into a story that happened in a time and place that is thankfully behind me. Chapter one. It was a day like any other in late September 2013. Around 4 p.m., the only sound that could be heard in a quiet bayside street full of empty holiday houses was that of a green four-wheel drive crunching over driveway pebbles as single mum, Amanda, arrived home with her three children. The property wasn't anything flash, but had an appeal, a bit of storybook charm. There was a lovely white picket fence and a large yard, far too big for a single mum to manage on her own. The grass would creep up to a very unrespectable height more often than she cared to remember. As much as she tried to appear normal, it was evident that things were unmanageable from the outside looking in. Apart from the unruly yard, the front porch often had an array of paraphernalia that were largely remnants from the time in the not so recent past where the bank had repossessed her dream house. On that fateful day in September, Amanda's life and the lives of her children were irrevocably changed in an instant. Everyone comes to a crossroad at some point in their lives, a point where we are presented with a choice to go one way or another. That day in September, as Amanda's four-wheel drive ventured down the road to her front door, she never imagined she was arriving at the crossroads that would take her in a direction away from all that she was, away from all that she knew and held dear. After the devastating loss of her dream house, the house she now called home, was a cheap and cheerful holiday rental. It was half finished at best with holes in the floorboards large enough for the children to post their toys to the dark recesses under the house and for pesky rodents to come and go as they pleased. Despite its obvious flaws, the house provided them with a roof over their heads. The knowledge of how close they came to being homeless made this tiny two-bedroom holiday house feel like a gift from above. It's funny the things one tolerates and tries to make peace with when left with no other option but to make the most of what you have. 
Was she happy? No. Why? Many reasons. But this defining moment draws her mind back over and over as this day was different from anything they had ever experienced before. This day forever changed the trajectory of their lives. As usual, the children were bubbling over with excitement, racing up the steps of the porch, clamouring over each other to try to be the first to open the door. Of course, Amanda still had to jostle the children aside enough to be able to get the key to connect with the lock so one of them could win their little competition. For the life of her, she cannot recall which of the children opened the door first that fateful day, but she will never forget what happened next. Okay, that's where I'm leaving off with that little sneak peek into my story. Um, except to say that there are many more chapters filled with uncertainty, trauma, and fear that are added to the story. And the good news is that the story doesn't end here. The challenges that I faced eventually led to a door of a beautiful home that represented the security and the safety that my children and I had longed for. So having been through so much, I was at risk of getting locked into a victim mindset and this would have left me feeling powerless to create different outcomes for my future and different outcomes for the future of my children. With a clinical diagnosis of PTSD due to the traumatic experiences I had survived in the abusive relationships, I could be forgiven for needing to withdraw from normal life. PTSD still to this day renders me from time to time incapable of being able to communicate calmly about my needs. And I still have nightmares that are so frightening I am unable to talk about them. Rather than withdraw from life because of this, I have stepped further and further back into life. I have leaned into my discomfort and the mental anguish and I have finally learned how to self-partner consistently to heal and feel whole again. Instead of staying silent to try and protect myself from more hurt, I have stretched myself to use my voice in numerous ways by advocating for victims and survivors in my podcast, Tiara's Tears and Triumphs, to speak up and speak out about the challenges that women face and to talk about ways to break free from victimhood for women to become truly empowered in their lives. And I have, have allowed myself to step into the limelight to perform publicly regularly as a singer only today did I receive a positive affirmation from a lovely, lovely lady who was listening to me performing live. She said 
Before I saw you, I thought I was listening to a CD and I asked the gallery owner who the artist was so I could buy the CD because I really love the sound of your voice. And I just, I share this with you, not because I think I am anything special, but because this has been a liberating step for me. I have always loved singing, but like many, many people whose talents lay latent, I felt like an imposter standing up on stage and performing. Those thoughts of self-doubt that often shut us down from ever really going after the things we want in life become self-imposed limitations needed to have the courage to take those nerve-wracking first steps of standing in front of an audience and opening my mouth to sing. I needed to allow myself to be a diamond in the rough before I became more polished by getting up and performing again and again and again. Taking these steps has helped me grow in confidence and has helped me reconnect with my voice. Women lose their voices and themselves in abusive relationships and that is why I now help women to find their voice and their confidence, to feel seen, to feel heard and to feel valued. The secret to creating a rich and rewarding life is learning ways to create better outcomes for your life. Making yourself a lifelong learner is the key to unlocking many doors that you desire being able to walk through. That's what I have done. I have taken action, choosing to close the door on my fearfulness and open the door to opportunity. And in doing this, I have turned my pain into my power. I am an example of someone where it is never too late to go after the things you truly desire by giving yourself permission to be open to learn what it is that you don't yet know to give you the outcomes that you want. I am the founder of Abundant Living and Keys to Success, a service-based business that empowers women to leave victimhood behind and step into the life that they desire. I am the host of the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, which is a safe space for victims and survivors of abuse to tune in and get support with the challenges they face and for them to be inspired to heal and rebuild on the other side of abusive relationships. I also run a free Facebook group that women from all around the world are a part of and that you are very welcome to join if you are not already a member. This group is called Rise Up with Tiara's Tears and Triumphs. This group provides tips and inspiration to help women feel supported and encouraged to rise up to their highest potential in their personal and professional lives. And you can find a link to this group in the episode notes. Now, if you are 
a victim of an abusive relationship, please reach out and get support. As I said, your safety is the top priority, closely followed by your sanity. Remember, as much as it seems impossible, everything else that you're facing is figure outable. And you can access a free crisis support list um, in the episode notes also. This crisis support list is for Australia. For anyone who is on the other side of an abusive relationship who is ready to invest in breaking free from victimhood, to step back into life again and rebuild a rich and rewarding life like I have done, you can book a complimentary discovery call by just visiting the episode notes. That's it for today. I send you lots of love. I send you lots and lots of light and an abundance of blessings. Stay well and stay safe. We all go through dark times. When we do, we often feel alone. This is a safe space for you to come and look for some light. I'm a survivor of an abusive relationship and for a long time I had no voice because I was too scared to speak up and speak out about what was happening to me. I couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel but when I turned a corner in my life the light started filtering through and I left my old life behind. I am here now to help other women feel seen, heard and valued. I'm reaching out with my light shining on you to help you find your way out of the darkness. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. A note of encouragement, if you are struggling with your mental health, please reach out for support with some form of counselling. If you don't know where to start to find a counsellor, a good place to start is to talk with your doctor. There are also many online counselling supports available. And a word of advice, if the counsellor is not a good fit for you, try another. And if you need to, try another until you have one that is the right fit for you. Tune in again for the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, helping women who have been hurt to heal and grow, hosted by me, Sandy J. This program provides a safe place to work on inner peace and a strong mindset, spells out how to spot the red flags, advises on ways to stay safe and work on effective safety planning, gives tips on how to look after you when things are tough, teaches empowerment strategies, acknowledges life's challenges and explores ways to meet these challenges head on, to go from surviving to rising to striving and finally to thriving. The show includes interviews with other survivors who have come out the other side, who share their stories and insights, as well as interviews with therapists and people working in support roles. 
I am a survivor and I use my experience and skills to help other women like me. Please listen and be uplifted to rise in this safe space where dignity, kindness and compassion are treasured. And don't forget, if you need some support, I am here for you. I don't want any woman to suffer alone in silence. I don't want any woman to feel oppressed and feel that there is no way out. I want you to know that you can turn a corner. I am a life change facilitator. I help women regain control over their lives. You can find me at sandyj.com.au. Hey now, can you just pause a moment before you go? Because I need you to share your light and leave a review. Can you just take a quick minute to leave a review in iTunes to let other women know this is a show they can trust? It would mean the world to me if you could help shine a light for someone who can't see the light at the end of their tunnel. I need you to do this for someone else who needs some support and encouragement. If you like this show, please subscribe and you will automatically be updated with future episodes when they are released. And please share this podcast with anyone you know who it might help. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Sending you lots of love and light and above all else, wishing you well. You are brilliant. Keep shining. Stay safe. Sandy.